today. As always, please like, share, and subscribe to this channel for more inspirational videos and audios, stimulating discussions and conversations, and more. Peace and blessings. Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello and welcome. Happy Wednesday. I hope all is well with you. I hope that your week was filled with love and support. And I hope that the rest of your week is also filled with love and support. Um, today, we are still in a series of the Testament of the Twelve. Now, from we started off with Yahuda, which is the um, fourth brother. I already told you why I did. And... Um, and with every subsequent brother, which we started off with brother number four, and then we went to brother number one, um, and subsequently did all of the brothers until we are currently on the 10th brother. Last week, we did the ninth brother. I gave you the information from what he said to his progeny and extended uh, family members, and now we're on brother number 10. If you notice with all of the brothers, they have something specific they want to talk about with their children. And then they have something that they want to talk about with the extended family and how the uh, the family of each line uh, messes over Yahuda and Levi. This is very important because through Yahuda and Levi comes Yeshua. Now, um, I don't know if you can see any correlations from any of the brothers when they tell their progeny and extended family members. But um, if you don't notice, I will say that they all want everybody to get together. Okay, this is everybody collectively what they're saying. They want everybody to get together, come back to the most high, turn from your wicked ways, stop being evil and wicked towards each other. Leave the heathens alone and heed the laws of the most high. Now, I don't know why people have a problem with these laws, honey. Many people are saying, oh, listen to the laws. Many people are not saying, listen to the laws. There's so much controversy within the children of Israel. But like I said, let he who has an ear hear from the Ruach. And I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it again, but I'm going to say this. I already told you that the house of Yasharel is led by the father. Okay? Everybody's father. Okay? 
the father of the worlds, the father of the galaxies, the father of everything that ever came into play that ever had life. That's the father of the children of Israel. And in everybody's house, your house, my house, everybody's house, if you had a mother and a father or a father, or even if you grew up in foster care, there was rules and regulations. That's what he wants his children to hear, the rules and regulations. Why? What is the purpose of rules and regulation? Because sin abounds. So I need you to understand sin abounds all over. So in the father's house, you have to listen to rules. Okay. That's the laws of the most high for the children. Remember the heathen nations came and conquered the children because they didn't listen to the most high. So the most high stepped to the side and allowed it to happen. And not only did they trample down the children and abuse them in every way, kill them in any, any and all types of ways. Cause I already told you when the devil declares war, wars are art, they could do anything. Anything is a weapon, anything. And it has been proven. But I will say this again. If you don't listen to the laws of the house, then you're going to get what you get. Just like in your own house. If you have children, you have rules. Not to be willy-nilly and abusing your children, but because there are certain um, things that need to be um, set in order for you to be um, secure and protected. Okay, so that's what it means. It's not just sitting there because the most high don't like you or because he says so. There's a reason. That's what you need to understand. Okay, and I'm going to say it like this. I'll give you another analogy. You know, when you're driving, whoever could drive, whoever has a license, whoever is driving anywhere in the world, there's rules of the road. Not only is there rules of the road, because before you um, drive, you have to take a test. Before you take that test, you have to learn what the rules are. Okay? Okay? This is the easiest way I could uh, tell you. You have to learn how to, um, in order to learn how to drive, you have to take some classes. Some people don't take classes. Well, some people take um, conventional classes and they pay for the classes by a professional or a registered person, and some people get taught by their parents, cousin, whoever it is, they teach them how to drive, and you learn how to drive by somebody who knows how. Once you do that, you get the book. I'm especially talking about the people in the United States, because I don't know how it happens outside the United States, but you get the book, and you learn how to um, navigate the road, and you learn what the rules and regulations, which are laws, of the road are. Then you take a test. You are tested to make sure you know these rules. And you're also told if within the book, if you violate these rules, this is going to happen to you. That's going to happen to you. And many times it's, it involves money because the, uh, the surefire way to get you on earth, because remember, this is Esau's world, the surefire way to get you because nobody listens to nothing when it's a reprimand is to hit you in your pockets. So that's the penalization of the law, okay, um, in regards to driving and in regards to many other things too. Because if you just reprimanded somebody, they don't give a damn going. But when you're hitting them in their pockets, oh, yeah, that's going to hurt, okay? And I want you to remember that. I say that to say, even when you're learning the laws and the rules of the road so that you could be safe and other people could be safe, that's the point. 
That's the point. It ain't just, oh, because we're going to bully you and we're going to make you do this. No, it's to make sure that you are safe and the other person is safe. Your health and your well-being is supposed to be paramount, but that's another story. But anyway, that's how it is. And to even make it more secure, there are various lines and indentations within the um, and signs and um, seals within the road. Okay, that uh, motorists have to um, abide by. And what I mean by stop signs, traffic lights, um, yellow lines, two um, two sided yellow lines that separate both sides, one going north, one going south, and the short yellow lines with one long line. You have to learn what that is. And the white lines that you don't cross. Now, why are they there? For your safety and protection. Those are the same reason why the most high put the laws in. Okay. All right. Now let's just think about a really rural area, really rural. And for those people who live outside of the United States and they don't have um, paved roads, like conventional paved roads, like the United States does, you still have to do your best to follow the rules of the road, even when it's just a gravel road. You're not going to drive in front of another person and hit them so you could die another person die. No, you're going to have enough sense to allow that person to do what they need to do to get around and be safe. And you're going to do what you need to do to get around and be safe. Those are the rules. That's what the rules are. The law, statutes, precepts, and commands are the most high to the children of Israel, whether you're on a conventional road or not. Did the most high get rid of those roads? No. Did he get rid of the rules of the road? No. And that's what you need to understand. And even for those people who keep saying, oh, no, you don't have to listen to the um, law, statutes, precepts, and commands no more. Just have faith. It's not so easy to say have faith because, number one, we don't all we all don't have the faith like Yeshua wants us to and like the Most High wants us to. We don't. OK. And many people read this and they'll go, oh, well, we don't have to listen to it when, number one, you don't know what book you're in. Because like I said, the most high um, designated the children of the um, of the house of Yasharel to go to their own brethren. And it was only one, um, one child of Israel that went to the Gentiles. Okay. Now at this time, everybody was scattered. And I'm just giving you this because it's relevant. At this time, many of the children were scattered from the fourth kingdom. They were scattered all over. So if you're preaching the good news, because remember, Yahshua came uh, to be the light of the Gentiles since the children never listened to nothing because the children were supposed to be it. That's why the Most High said, I'm going to go to a foolish nation. And he did because the children never listened. It's all about adherence and listening to your father. When you don't listen, and that's even a law and a command. It's a law and a command. Remember, Yahshua came to fulfill the laws, not all of them, but he came to fulfill the laws, but he never said, don't listen to the commands. He never said it. He said he came to fulfill. He never said nullify. He never said, don't uh, stop listening to them. No, um, this Bible is so, um, I'll just say it like this. When you can hear the Ruach speak to you, he'll direct you in how the Bible really works. Who's talking to whom? Who's directing whom? And then you'll know. Um, Shaul, which is in the line of Benjamin, 
the reason why um, Yeshua sent him to the Gentiles is because he was hurting and abusing and killing his own brethren. So Yeshua pulled him to the side, made him blind, talked to him for a couple of days, and then sent him to one of the children of Israel. And then he had his directive to go to the um to the um Gentiles. There's uh, so many reasons why the Most High did it. Not only because he was pers uh, because Shaul was persecuting his own people, but because per um, um, Shaul was um, one of the priests. Okay, and he knew a lot. And remember, when you go into the Gentiles, and it, this is in one of the books, and I can't remember which book or it is off the top of my head, but it says that a Gr the Greeks, they look for um, people that, and it's not the way I'm saying it, but um, just understand what I'm saying. Um, the children look for a sign, but the Greeks want education. They want you to be smart. They want you to be educated because they ain't going to listen to nobody else. So um, that's what Shaul was. Shaul was smart as a whip. Okay. But he was ignorant when it came down to uh, who the most, um, who the most high was, who was Yeshua in the flesh. He was ignorant until Yeshua pulled him to the side and gave him a couple of shakings and a pop in his head and made him blind for a couple of days. And then he knew. So the most high who is um, Yeshua and the most high, who, what he did in the, um, uh, the beginning through his foreknowledge, he already knew all the stuff was going to go down. He did what he needed to do when he needed to do it. And it is what it is. And I say all this to say that the laws will not go away because they are markers. They are protectors. They are, um, uh, a governed set of rules. Sorry. There are a governed set of rules that um, that give you well-being, help you to stay strong, um, give you a directive. They are moral and they are ethical. So um, they build character. Okay? And they are there so that you can remember because we, we're told things. Remember in the Old Testament, the Most High kept telling the children, tell your children this, write it here, write it there, write it in your house, write it on the mountain, do this, do that. Keep um, reminding them of their ethics and their morals in regard to the laws. And what did they do? They all but forgot them. They bent them. They ignored them. They did all of that. And that's why the Most High said, next time I'm going to write it in their hearts. It wasn't written in their hearts first, but it will be. Um, so we have to understand that the laws are ethical, moral, and they build character. That's, those, that's the purpose of the laws. Just like when you're driving uh, to support you, to get you where you're going safely, Allowing the other people to get where they're going, where they're going safely by putting um, certain um, um, stop signs, traffic lights, um, yield signs, stuff on the um, ground in terms of the yellow line, white lines, short yellow lines. And you can look at that and you'll know exactly what to do. And that's how the laws are. But people keep talking about they don't have to listen to the laws. People have no idea how important they are just for your own health and safety. 
And the most high even says, if you don't listen to my laws, then you're going to be cursed. But if you listen to my laws, you're going to be blessed. So how can you believe in the blessing and cursings and not the laws? I mean, that's just crazy. But anyway, back to what I was saying. I don't know why I keep going back to this, but it just seems like the more people I listen to, and I listen to a lot of people, just to um, see what's going on in people's heads and what they're talking about. Um, a lot of people say that. You don't have to listen to the laws. And um, I think people need to um, just go back, meditate, pray to the most high, um, and just ask for clarification and clarity. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that. So um, with that being said, I'm going to move forward. We are currently on brother number 10, like I said, um, in the Testament of Asher. Brother number 10's father is Ya'aku and Zilpah. Okay. As I told you before, there's four, um, two wives two concubines. The first wife has six children. She would have had eight, but um, a sacrifice was made. This uh, One of the concubines, which is the nursemaid of uh, wife number one, had two children. The other um, concubine is the handmaid of wife number two. And uh, she had two children and wife number two had two children. So that makes 12. Actually, it was more than 12. It was 13. And I don't want you to forget the 13th one because when we read the book of um, Job, which I'm really not going to read the book of Job, I'm going to upload the book of Job, but I will be reading the Testament of Job. That's what I'm going to be reading because you got to hear the whole meat of the situation. But you will know uh, that Dinah, the sister of the 12, married Job, who is a child of Esau. We ain't going to get into that right now. But when it comes down to uh, when we get to the book of Job, I will give you the lowdown. So um, know that. Um, so let me get my glasses. Where are they? Not only am I going to read um, what's going on, I'm going to give you the takeaway because, like I said, there's a reason for everything. People just don't do things willy-nilly for their own uh, health. They really don't. I mean, there's a purpose to why, especially if you're a father, grandfather. If you're a parent that loves, you're not going to do things willy-nilly. You're going to make sure your children are healthy, whole, in all um, areas, mind, body, soul, conscious, everything. So let's start. The Testament of Asher, the 10th son of Yaakov and Zilpah. The copy of the Testament of Asher, what things he spake to his sons and extended family members. Hold on. Oh, I want to tell you too, this is from the New King James. I gather I downloaded it, should have got it and read it from my own books, but I didn't. So if there's, if I'm reading stuff and it don't uh, make sense, 
to you. It probably don't make sense to me either. Cause like I said, uh, I downloaded it from online. I should have just read it. Cause some of the stuff I know there was some things that I read uh, that didn't make sense. Like it didn't even sound right. I'm like, who wrote this? But there's some things that's um, written online and I downloaded it. And next time I'll just be more um, responsible. I'll just say it like that. I'll just read it from the books. But this um, the Dow stuff, it really does throw me off. So that's why I try not to do it. But I got to be more careful. So that'll be something that I make sure I do. But anyway, um, short silences are drinks of water. Just letting you know. Okay. I'm going to read it again. The copy of the Testament of Asher, what things he spake to his sons and extended family members in the 125th year of his life. So he was 125 years old when he died. For he was still in health, so he was still good and healthy. He said to them, hearken, which is listen, which is important. He said to them, hearken my children, of Asher to your father, and I will declare to you what is upright in the sight of the Most High. So he's telling them what they need to do. He's giving them, he's bracing them. And he's like, let me, let me tell you what you need to do. Hear it from me, your progenitor. And I will declare to you the things that's upright in the sight of the Most High. Two ways have the Most High given the sons of men, listen, and two inclinations and two kinds of actions and two kinds of modes of action and two issues. Therefore, all things are by twos, one over against the other. Now, when he's saying this, I'm going to have to say to you, he getting ready to hit you with some higher things. He going to hit you with something higher. Now, I'm going to say this. In all the reading and stuff like that, I have said several times that there's mysteries. Now, the average person can't interpret this regular Bible. What on earth are you going to do with a mystery? You ain't going to be able to receive that. It's like a baby trying to eat a piece of chicken or a piece of steak or something like that. They're going to choke off of it because they have no idea how to consume it. Okay? So he's going to hit you with a little bit of higher knowledge. Epinosis. That's what he's going to hit you with. Okay? So I'm going to read it again. And then we're going to move forward. Two ways has the most high given to the sons of men and two inclinations and two kinds of action and two modes of action and two issues. Therefore, all things are by twos, one over against the other. For there are two ways of good and evil. And with these are two inclinations in our breast, discriminating them. He's going to explain. Therefore, if the soul take pleasure in righteousness, in the righteous inclination, all its actions are righteous. 
And if it is sin, wait a minute. And if it sin, it, oh, damn. Excuse me. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read it again because it's throwing me off. Therefore, if the soul take pleasure in the good, which is the righteousness inclination, all of its actions are righteous. Okay? And if it sin it straight away, and this is what's throwing me off. I'm just going to say it my way. If it takes part in wickedness, okay, then you have to repent. Because what it did, it just threw me off and it was, it doesn't sound right. So if you go the way of sin, then repent quickly. For having its thoughts set upon righteousness and casting away wickedness, it straightaway overthrows the evil and reproach the sin. Meaning, now I told you before that there was no laws when the children, there was no written laws, I'm going to say. Because there was laws, because the Most High spoke directly to everybody before the laws. All the children that was his before the laws were physically written. Okay, remember the children of Israel spent 400 and some years, over 400 and some years in a heathen land. So did they not adopt in, um, their practices? Yes, when they was by themselves, they wasn't doing all of that. So that's what you got to understand in regards to the law. So basically what he's telling you, if you sin, hurry up and repent. Just like they did, the brothers did. When they sinned, they knew they sinned and they repented. Did they need the laws? No, because they already knew right from wrong. What are the laws for? Sinners. Because you have to be um, reminded over and over that this is a sin. If you already sinners and the most I said, that everybody has fallen short. That's what he said. He said that uh, the devil is the God of this world and the prince of this air and that the world is not his friend. If you're the friend of the world, then you're not a friend of the most high. Why is he saying that? Because sin abounds. So how do you stay away from sin? And uh, how are you reminded to stay away from sin? By the laws. Even if you, uh, even if people say, okay, um, do your faith in your works. That's how the faith works. You work your faith, but what are you building it um, on? What are you building the faith and the works on? The laws, okay? Because the laws are practical. The laws are ethical. They build character and they're moral, okay? Let me just say some of the laws. Respect your mother and your father. Respect people. Love people. These are laws. Don't kill. Don't steal. So you saying you don't have to listen to them? And this is why I have to keep saying this because even Uncle Asher is basically saying this to his um, his progeny and extended family members. How many times does the brothers, and we on the 10th brother now, how many times does the brothers have to say this in various ways? And I'm gonna tell you this, things are so abstract that, and I'm gonna give you this analogy, five people could look at one accident and give you five different descriptions of that one accident. Are they right? They know what they saw. So that's what you need to understand. The brothers are telling you all the same thing in different ways. How many ways do you have to hear it before you listen? 
when Yeshua sent out the 12, actually it was 14, when he sent out the uh, the 12, did they all have the same script? No. That's why there's different books. Different um, uh, uh, different apostles is talking to different people. Um, I'm saying by way of, or um, in terms of, I'll just say, in terms of Shaul and everybody else. Because remember, everybody's scattered. So wherever they're going, there's a mixture of everybody. But the um, Yeshua said, uh, send the, uh, the 12 to the, um, and I'm just saying 12. <sighs> but it's, it was actually 14. One was the devil. Um, send the majority to the house of Yasharel. And one of them went to the Gentiles. Just like I said, basically saying the same thing, but because the uh, Gentiles wasn't given the law, listen to what I'm going to say. The Gentiles wasn't given the law. You got to Somebody got to care about you to lay down the ground rules of the house. I already told you the most high cares about his children. He didn't give two craps about anybody else, but because the children didn't listen, he said he's going to a foolish nation. This is why I, I got to come down with the truth. Now I'm just getting sick and tired of it. The most high cares about his children and he already knows that the devil abounds. So he's going to give them rules and regulations to live by. Okay. And they're not going to go away until he gets rid of this world. So because the children didn't listen, the, uh, the most high allowed the children to get trampled on by the heathens. The heathens took the books and they start um, using the laws and stuff that was in the books for themselves. They didn't do it to the letter. But they did whatever they did and manipulated, just like the devil manipulates things. They did whatever they did and manipulated. And later on, when I do another lesson, I'm going to tell you how they manipulated the laws. But you could tell yourself who could get off from killing, stealing, and who can't. There it is. But anyway, so after the heathens took the books, they started laying down laws by the books. Because prior to that, they was killing and whatever each other. So I have to say that to say and go back and say the children of Yasharel, the direct children of Yasharel did not have to um, look at the laws and remember them because when they made a mistake, they hurry up and repent. And this is what Uncle Asher is saying prior to the law. Because when the children of Israel start living around heathens, they follow them just like now they do everything they do. It's like a circle. I already told you. The children of Israel follow the heathens. The heathens follow the children. What are they doing? Going in a circle. It is what it is. So listen. Back to what I was saying. So having this, I'm, I'm going to go back to seven. Actions are in righteousness. And if you sin right away, repent. For having its thoughts set upon righteousness and casting Away wickedness is straight away over those, the evil one, and reproaches, unrepro unroots, excuse me, unroots sin. But if it inclines to the devil inclination or evil inclination and all his actions are in wickedness and it drives away the good and cleaves to wickedness, and is ruled by the devil, which is Belia. Okay? So basically he's saying, if you sin, hurry up and repent. Do not give the devil a foothold. Now, he's saying this in Genesis. Because this all this stuff happened in Genesis. 
the first, well, it's not the first book, but anyway, was supposed to be the first book. He said this way in the beginning of time. And why is that important? Because as days keep going on, everything gets wicked and wicked. So that's why the Most High put the Lord's down. The Most High did what he needed to do at every point in time. He did this before the foundation of the world. And he tells you this in the book of uh, Barak and Ezra. Uh -huh, the one that they took out. He says it in plain English, but people ain't getting it because number one, it's not in there. Number two, they didn't even know. A lot of times, a lot of people didn't even know it was supposed to be there. And number three, nobody's paying attention. And number four, let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. A lot of people ain't going to get the Ruach. They're going to read stuff over and over. They ain't going to get it. Okay? That's why. So he's saying, if you mess up and you fall, pick yourself up, repent and keep going. Do not give a foothold, not a piece of nothing to the devil. Because when you start sinning and stuff, you're not full of light anymore. And I'm just going to give this analogy. If you follow the most high, just like he said, uh, the light of the eye, when he starts talking about the light of the eye, if you follow the most high, you're walking in the light and you already understand darkness cannot comprehend light, right? There's nothing in darkness that can penetrate light, nothing. Because the minute light shines, there's no darkness. But if you're giving a foothold to the darkness, if you sinning and you ain't repenting, because the most I know you're going to make a mistake, you're down here with the devil. You're leaving yourself open. That's why Yahshua says stay full. Don't you leave a minute piece of your, yourself open. Not one minute piece. Because the devil could get in there and guess what? He does his job well. He's an expert. An expert marksman. He's going to get in there. Okay, he gonna be that thief that's gonna lock you up and take over your um your house. Oh yes, he is, and he's bringing company. So basically, Uncle Ash is saying, if you fall and you make a mistake, cause all has fallen short. Okay, every heart is wicked. You turn around and you repent. Focus by the laws, and the law is dead. He's this is the law. Okay, this is a, a heed, a hit and a half. This is all of that. Turn around and don't give the devil a foothold to get in there because wickedness is of the devil. Okay, even though it work, what is good? He perverts it to evil. What does he do? What does he do? He could take one little thing and it seemed like it's um, harmless and it just be the gateway for the devil for whenever it begins to do good he forces the issue of action into evil for him seeing that the treasure of the inclination is filled with an evil spirit i already said the scriptures said other people who teach said you are not fighting flesh and blood you're not fighting flesh and blood i'm gonna say it one more again you're not fighting flesh and blood okay i would say this we chess on the chessboard we meet puppets we're puppets okay whoever's pulling them strings is who you gotta deal with okay most high um who is your shoe in the flesh said in the new testament you can't come to me unless I came to you first, unless my father came to you. That's number one. Okay? If you come into me, that means you was chosen before the foundation of the world. That's number two. 
Okay. And if you can hear it, if the if the Ruach is dealing with you, that means you've already been chosen. And Yeshua said, nobody could take the children from my hands. Nobody. Nobody. So if he's saying all of that, he's reiterating what Uncle Asher is saying. Okay? Because those people have that have not been chosen. Now, we could fall as uh, children of light. We can fall. Okay? We can fall. That's why we got to be careful. That's why there's rules, regulations, and all that to help you. It's not against you. It's to help. For your own health and safety, your spiritual health and safety. That's what it's for. That's what people need to understand what these laws are. They to help you. Okay. When you fall down, hurry up and repent. Because you do not want to give a foothold to the devil in any way. Because he's a marksman and he don't miss. Okay. That's one of his jobs. I already did a lesson. Do your job. You need to go there, honey. We all got a job. I already pointed out all the jobs we supposed to do as human beings. Um, I'll say as human children of Israel, uh, Gentiles, uh, heathens, um, spiritual citizens, and um, those who look over us. We I already said who need to do who do their jobs. The devils and the devil. I already pointed out who does their jobs and what they do. Yeah, I already did that. And um, do your job. Now we on chapter two. Oh, and just to let you know, and I forgot, um, there's eight chapters. Okay, so I'm on chapter two. Chapter two says, a person then may with words help the good for the sake of the evil. Yet the issue of the action leads to mischief. There is a man who sold no compassion upon him who served his turn in evil. And this thing has two aspects, but the whole is evil. Okay. So even if you doing, um, I'll just say it like this. Um, there's a way that seems right. Okay. And it seems righteous in your, your eyes, but it leads not to the most high, not to righteousness. It needs to wickedness, damnation, and nothingness. That's what it is. That's basically what he's saying. So a person may, um, with words, help the good for the sake of evil. Yet the issue of the action leads to mischief. There's a man who sowed no compassion upon him who served his turn in evil. And this thing have two aspects, but the whole is evil, okay? is uh, He's talking about lip service and your actions. And there's a man that loves him that works evil because he will prefer even to die in evil for his sake. And concerning this, it is clear that it has two aspects, but the whole is an evil work, okay? Some people are fooled. Because some people have ulterior motives. They're going um, to they act like they're good, but their ulterior motives is not to do good or be good. And then somebody, while they're fooling somebody, somebody may have good intention, but then uh, get turned evil or just be um, abused by the person who has um, uh, ulterior motives. Okay? Verse 4. 
Though indeed he have love, yet he is wicked, who conceals what is evil for the sake of the good name. But the end of action tends unto evil. Mm -hmm. Evil motives and ulterior motives. Another steals and does unjustly, plunders, frauds, and doesn't pity the poor. This too has a twofold aspect. Mm -hmm. Now, what he's saying are laws, but they wasn't written. See, they didn't need the laws. I already told you. Okay. They had morals and ethical values um, that was of the most high. They knew when they messed up, they had to hurry up and repent. And they, when they had this testament, they are um, coming to you and telling you and humbling themselves and letting you know this happened to us. He who defrauds his neighbor provokes the most high. Okay. And swears falsely against the most high and yet pities the poor, the most high who commands the law. He set and naught and provoked, and yet he refreshed the poor. Hold on. He defiles the soul and makes gay the body. He kills many and pities a few. This too has a twofold aspect. So if you notice, He's saying all of the things that people are doing. And this is this is basically what he's saying. Some people who believe themselves to be righteous in their own eyes. They'll do some things that go according to the most highest rules and regulations. But then some things they'll um, they won't do or they'll break. So, and then they'll keep calling themselves righteous and good. So you got to understand what Uncle Asher is saying. And basically, why is he saying this? Because that's how his children going to be in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's in the middle. Anyway, I'm on verse eight. Uh, I'm still in chapter two, verse eight. Uh, but the whole is evil. Another comes in adultery and fornication. And abstains from meats. And when he fasts, he does evil. And by the power of his wealth, he overwhelms many. And notwithstanding his excessive wickedness, he does the commandments. This too is a twofold aspect. But the whole is evil. Now, again... Some people could say that they in uh, in line with the most high. And I'll just say that because it could be said anyway. Oh, I listen to the laws. Oh, I don't. Oh, I don't have to. Oh, I believe. Oh, this, that, the other. The most high said everybody has fallen short. Why would he say everybody has fallen short? He didn't name no name that didn't fall short. The only one who never fall sh fell short is Yahshua. And he came down here to be the uh, the scapegoat, literally. So uh, if nobody is innocent, if everyone has fallen short, 
I don't care how much you say you do this and you do that. A lot of times it'd be the religious people that say, oh, no, I'm this, I'm that. And we know this by the um, the stories that Yeshua um, kept saying, the parables, which are short vignettes, stories of what Yeshua says about who's my neighbor. Stepping over the man who's half dead and, oh, I'm I'm so godly. This is what they say. Oh, I'm so this. I'm not, I'm not like everybody else. You are. You're just as wicked as everybody else. More, more times than not, you're more wicked. You can't half step and you can't be in the middle. That's what he's describing. Middle. That's what he's describing. One foot in righteousness and one foot in wickedness. There is no such thing. Because Yahshua said, you either going to be cold or you're going to be hot. But because you warm, I'm going to spit you out my mouth. You're not going to play with the most high. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So I'm going to keep going. Such men are hares. That, that means rabbits. Clean like those that divide the hoof, but in every deed are unclean. And I, just to let you know, hares are not clean animals. The Most High said, one of the laws is don't eat rabbits. Uh-huh. For the most high, the tables of the commandments have thus declared. So you gotta um he the most high is declaring that you um walk right. And that's the reason why he gave you the commandments, so that you can walk right. There's no excuse, no excuse of not walking right, because you already have the blueprint of how to be righteous. You already know. Work your faith. How are you working your faith? How are you working your faith? You can't just, oh, I believe in you, Lord. Okay, what else are you doing? Because you got to work the faith. How are you working the faith? By the laws. You're being respectful to people. You're minding your parents. You're not lying. You're not stealing. You're not killing. You're not sleeping with your brothers and sisters. That's how you work your faith. So, yeah. Now I'm on um, chapter three. But do not ye, my children, wear two faces. Okay, that's being in the middle. Don't wear two faces in the middle. Like unto them of goodness and of wickedness. Yes, praise y'all, hallelujah. All right, don't wear two faces. Like unto them of goodness and of wickedness. But cleave unto goodness only. For the most high have his habitation therein and men desire it. But from wickedness flee away, destroying the evil inclination by your good works. For they that are double-faced serve not the most high, but their own lusts. So that they may please Beliah, who is the devil, and men like unto themselves. I understand what I'm saying. Hold on. I'm highlighting people. I got the highlight, honey. Okay. So that's chapter three. Um. People in the middle, hot or cold. Chapter four, 
for good men, even they that are single face, though they be thought by them that are double faced to sin, hold on, are just before the most high, for many in killing the wicked do two works of good and evil. And I just want to say this. Now, remember I was talking about higher things, higher spiritual things. Now, there are higher spiritual things. And I'm going to say this. There is a, and I want you to listen very intently about what I'm getting ready to say. There is an angel that combats every devil. Okay. First of all, there's an angel that walks and has walked with every human being that ever lived on the face of the earth before you and after you. That's number one. Number two, there is for every devil there's a combat and angel for them. Okay. Just like there's um, shepherds and um, spiritual citizens and spiritual wickedness in the sky, um, under the ground and on the land. Okay. And a lot of people think this is too sensational to receive or even um, accept. But this is the truth. Because it's in different books. It's in the Testament of Solomon. It's in the Shepherd of Hermas. It's in many other books that I can name. But I'm not even going to throw them in the mix. But what I will say is. Um, a lot of these books describe the origins of um various spirits and um how they're supposed to take over things and do things like that so uh in regards to being double-faced and um doing wickedness and uh being in the middle many people are gonna do this because they're gonna be not only are they gonna be fooled they're gonna be fooling people so uncle asher discussing such things is very important because he wouldn't even come out his face and say that he has um well I'll say give the warning if he knew some of his kids um wasn't gonna be like this okay so um we know that there's spiritual wickedness behind this Okay, we know. So now I'm on verse three. But the whole good, because he hath uprooted and destroyed that which is evil. One man hated the merciful and unjust man. And the man who commit adultery and fasted, this too hath the twofold aspect. But the whole work is good because he followed the most high's example. And that he accepted not seeming good 
as the genuine good. Another desire, hold on. Not to see a good day for with them a riot, lest he defile his body and pollute his soul. This too is double-faced. So basically, hold on. But the whole is good. Basically, Uncle um, Asha is giving examples of what really is righteousness when you fall and what isn't. How your um, character is and what your attitude is in regards to sin. So that's basically what Uncle Asher is saying. So I'm going to keep moving. For such men are like to stags, which is horses, horses, and hinds, deers, because in the manner of wild animals, they seem to be unclean, but they are together, altogether clean because they walk in zeal for the Most High to abstain from what the Most High also hates and forbids by his commandments, warding off the evil from the good. This is very interesting. And I'm going to tell you why it's interesting. Because Uncle uh, Asher is talking about higher spiritual things. He's talking about how to distinguish wickedness and righteousness in your deeds. Okay? Work in your face. And that's what he's doing. He's giving an example. Work in your faith. Um, telling you about how your um, your attitude should be towards um, working the righteousness and walking in the will of the most high, okay? And what not to look for and, and what to flee away from. So what I described is exactly that. Um, understand um, how we could easily be um, in sin. Okay, if we don't be careful. And you got to understand also about um, Uncle Asher when he's talking about the stags and the hinds. Why would Uncle Asher talk about humans being like animals? Honey, 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 hunty. Why? You know why? And this, I'm going to give you some, I'm going to give you some spiritual things. Because if you are in the will of the most high, the real will of the most high, then you consider human. If you're not, then you're considered a beast. That's why in the uh, prophecy of um, Enoch, the dream that Enoch had was about, about a bunch of beasts. Why? Because the most high, if you're in the will of the most high, then you're a human being. Because he said that he made humans in his image, right? So if you're in the will of the most high and you walking upright and all that, then you uh you are man, just like the most high said. But if you start acting crazy and not uh following the fruit of the spirit and the fruit and arm and all of that stuff, then you a beast. Because you're acting at an instinct. Okay. You're acting at an instinct and not um thought not conscious thought and that's what beasts do 
um, beasts don't have the capacity to have conscious thought. Okay, they have instincts, but humans have conscious thoughts. Now, how are you exercising your humanity for those people who keep saying that they um, they don't have to listen to the law? How are you exercising your humanity by the law? Okay, because if you're not, then you're using instincts. You have to, a part of the fruit of the spirit is self-control. There's a lot of people in the world that don't have no self-control and they run in this country and this world. Okay. They'd be quick to step on a button, quick to kill somebody, quick to do all of that stuff. Is that exercising the will of the most high? And oh, I told y'all, honey, I could go as high as the, the sky with this. Okay. And I'm going to say this one more time before I go in, because now I'm on chapter five. The commandments are important. The laws, the statutes, and the commandments are important. Why? Because people's running around talking about they don't have to um, listen to the laws. Nevertheless, they acting on instinct like they beasts. So what does that make them? Hypocrites. Hippocrites. That's what I'm saying. Okay? What I'm saying is people sway up and down. All they got to do is exercise their faith in this and that. You don't even know that you don't have faith. And for the children of Israel, Uncle Asher is giving you the proof. Okay? You doing stuff thinking that it's righteous or you doing half stuff that's righteous and all of, uh, the, the rest of the stuff is wickedness. And the most high is um, counting that for wickedness. And this is what uh, Uncle Asher is bringing to the forefront. That's what you need to understand. Okay? You need to get this. Because people walking around here swearing up and down their children and that they're um, they're in the will of the most high and they're not acting just like animals and beasts. I would, wouldn't say animal too much, but just beasts. You acting like beasts because you don't have the fruits of the spirit. The fruits of the spirit gives you the capacity to be a human being. And if you don't believe that, you better go to the shepherd of her mouse. They give you the capacity to be the human being. Understand what the fruits of the spirit are. And I'm not going to deal with that right now, but I'm just letting you know. And I also did a lesson fruit and armor. So all these people who swear up and down, oh no, I am so righteous. I'm so righteous. No. I don't think so. It's time for all of us to stop being so heady, stop being so um, stiff-necked, stop being so pig-headed and come to the most high. Change your mind, be humble, and walk with the most high because time is running out. Now, let me keep moving. Uncle Asher ain't never lied, I'm just going to say, okay? Because uh, Uncle Asher is putting it down. Uncle Asher is putting it down, okay? Uh, chapter five. Ye see my children... How that there are two in all things, one against the other. Yep, there is. And one is hidden by the other. What? In wealth is hidden covetedness. Oh my goodness. In health is um, hidden covetedness. 
and convivitality, drunkenness, and laughter, grief, and in wedlock, prolivacy, excuse me, death succeeds to life, dishonor to glory, night to day, and darkness to light, and all things are under the day, just as things under life unjust things under death if he is not ministering to these children wherefore also eternal life awaits death say what eternal life awaits death see everybody gotta die but the thing is what's gonna happen after you die what you do here matters. What you do on earth today matters tomorrow. Because everybody's going to be um, resurrected. But then what's going to happen to people after they get judged? That's what you need to understand. There's a whole bunch of stuff behind the scenes that's at work. And people just walking around here swearing up and down they righteous. And they just sinning like no tomorrow. They sent it. Okay. Nor may it be said that truth is a lie. Now, I'm going to say this in regards to that. You already know today. In the New Testament, it says that uh, people are going to be believing a lie. They're going to believe the truth as it being a lie. Now, what did Uncle Asher say? May do not let it be said that a truth is a lie or right is wrong for all truth is under the light. Even as all things are under the most high, all these things, therefore I proved in my life and I wandered not from the truth of the most high. Hello. And I searched out the commandments of the most high. Now, how can he search out the commandments and they wasn't even written? Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. The Most High told them the end from the beginning. That's what you got to understand. Most High told them the end from the beginning. That's how they know. Okay. For I searched out the commandments of the Most High, walking according to all my strength. With singleness of face unto which is good. Uncle Asher just came out with some higher things. Yes, he did, honey. He's letting you know you got to be in the will of the most high and don't fool yourself. Chapter six. Take heed. Therefore. Ye also, my children. To the commandments of the most high following the truth with singleness of face meaning focus on the truth and don't look nowhere else for they that are double faced mean double minded are guilty of twofold sin who says this 
This is also in the New Testament. Who else says this? Okay, now remember, these people lived in the beginning. It's reiterated in the New Testament, honey, which is thousands of years later. So did he lie? Is it a lie? No. I'm going to read it again. Chapter 6, number 1. Take heed, therefore, ye also my children, that the commandments of the Most High, following the truth with singleness of faith, meaning focus on the truth, don't go nowhere else. Don't look left, right, up, down, side to side, none of that. Focus on the Most High with tunnel vision. For they that are double-faced, which is double-minded, being in the middle, are guilty of a twofold sin. For they do both evil things and have pleasure in doing them. Following the example of the spirits of deceit. Remember the spirits. You're not fighting flesh and blood. They following the spirits of deceit and striving against mankind. I already told you the devil don't like you. Okay. The ultimate thing that the devil could do is take your body away. Take the flesh away. How is the flesh being taken away? By listening to the devil. By listening to the devil, what you're doing, sinning, right? So therefore the rock and everything going to be out of you. Because remember, you're the light inside of a body, which is the temple. So the conscious is leading or the sin is listening to the, excuse me, the flesh is listening to the devil. And instead of the consciousness beating the flesh down, the consciousness is listening to um, the flesh. And when the consciousness listens to the flesh, because the consciousness is inside the temple of the body, it's opening itself up to sin. So when sin gets in there, it's bringing devils with it. So when it brings devils into the um, into the body that is the temple, then no goodness, no righteousness, no good angels, no ruach are living there. What a devil. Understand how it works. So don't follow the spirits because as soon as you follow the spirits of deceit, here come the devils. You're giving a foothold of the devil. That's why you can't walk in the middle. Do some things right and some things wrong. That's why the laws are there. That's why if you fall down, hurry up and get back up and repent. Hurry up. Don't wait. That's what that means. Okay. And it says, following the example of the spirits of deceit. Don't do it. And striving against mankind. Do ye therefore, my children, keep the Lord the most high. And give not heed unto the devil or evil as it's good don't act like evil's good okay and don't wait to repent hurry up and repent that's what humble people do don't act like no beast but look into the thing that is really good and keep it in all commandments of the most high what he said keep the commandments of the most high okay he didn't say get rid of it all right that's all i'm saying remember what book it says um that um by faith and i'm not saying that you don't have to have faith but what book is it in okay you, you had to have faith in the beginning because you can't even come to the most high without faith 
that's been that way since the beginning. <laughs> okay? Nobody's saying um, that you're taking that part away. You're not. Because you can't come to the most high without faith. You can't believe in the most high without faith. You can't do nothing without faith. But faith with nothing else that backs it up is nothing. Faith without works is dead. I already told you that. So faith is not the issue. It's working your faith up against the laws. Because that's how you have to work your faith. Respecting people, loving people, don't kill people, don't sleep with anybody. That That's how you uh, work in your faith up against those laws. That's how it works. I mean, all the rest of this stuff is just pure confusion. And the Most High is not the author of confusion. Understand that? No. So like I said, do ye therefore, my children, keep the Lord the Most High and give not the heed unto evil as it's the, as like it's good. But look into the thing that is really good and keep it in all commandments of the Most High. Having your conversation therein and resting therein. Listen, listen to what I'm about to say. Listen, listen, listen. Hold on. For the latter ends of men do show their righteousness or unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. when they meet the angels of the most high and of Satan in the end of their life. For when the soul departs troubled, it is tormented by the evil spirit, which also it served in lust and evil works. Now, I'm going to say this. He ain't never lied. I'm going to tell you what book is he's um, talking about. Hold on. He's talking about two books, or you can um he can make a reference to two books that he said. Now he's talking about before you die, you keep following wickedness and all of that, or you be in the middle and then you die. You gonna dig on sure be separated from the most high. That's what you're gonna do. And I had talked about this before. I'm gonna say this: the apocalypse of Peter and the apocalypse of Paul. That's what he's talking about. Okay, because they both had, remember, they both had um, visions. Now, remember, Peter is the apostle to the children in the house of Yasharel. Shaul, even though he's in the line of Benjamin, appeals to the Gentiles. That's why they both had this type of vision. And it's the same type of vision, the same type, just going out to do two different types of people, the same type of vision, the apocalypse of Peter and the apocalypse of Paul. I'm going to read it again. We in chapter six, but it says, uh, verse five, The um, I, I'm going to go to verse four. Listen to all the commandments of the most high, having your conversation therein and resting therein for the later ends of men, meaning by the time it's time for you to die, do show their righteousness. They show their righteousness or unrighteousness when they meet with the angels of the most high and of Satan 
for when the soul departs the body and it's troubled, it's tormented by evil spirits, which also is served the lust and the evil works. So if you serve the devil and you serve wicked, wicked, ugh, wickedness now, the moment you die, I already told you, and this is going to sound very sensational to people. And I want you to think of some movies because we we always watch movies and some people can't wrap their head around how this stuff works. Some people don't know it at all who they are, who they belong to. Because there's people that belong to the devil and there's people that belong to the most high. Now, basically, Uncle Asher is saying this. When you've been doing whatever you've been doing on the earth and when it's time for you to die, if you're supposed to go to the devil, the moment the most high takes the spirit of life from you, and your consciousness, because you can't see a consciousness, it doesn't die. It goes somewhere immediately and your body goes back to the earth. So when your conscious goes where it needs to go, you're going to be met with either righteous beings or wicked beings. Just that piece right there. There's two books that pop inside my head. Okay. And I'm going to upload those books. The moment you took take your last breath and the way that you was living, that's where you're going until it's time to be resurrected. And when everybody's resurrected and you did evil and the Most High makes these decisions, well, actually, Yeshua does because the Most High gave Yeshua that power to do that. That's where you're going. Understand that and know. People just keep diddling around on earth doing all kinds of things, thinking that they got all the time in the world to get it right. Ah, 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 ah. Most high could take you at any time. Understand that? No. Now I'm on verse six. But if he is peaceful with joy, he meets the angel of peace and it leads him to eternal life. Say what? That's what I'm saying. I'm going to tell you this. The Most High is doing everything. And when I say everything, excuse me, little by little, he's doing everything to get his children where they need to be. Uh-huh. Everybody's still frolicking around, doing whatever they want to, dancing with the devil, sleeping with the devil, being with the devil, being the devil. They still doing it until uh, the Most High come down here. But until he come down here, he's setting rules and regulations in place so that things could just happen when they supposed to. And what I mean by that is, if you was bound for hell, that's where you're going. You bound for heaven, that's where you're going. Because your actions is going to dictate that. That's what I'm saying. Your thoughts and your actions, your works with your faith. You got faith in wickedness and you work in wickedness, that's where you're going. You got faith in the most high and you work in your righteousness. That's where you're going. Working your wickedness and believing in wickedness down here. No rules. I could do whatever I want. That's what you go by. Working your faith by righteousness. You working according to the law, respecting people, loving people, not sleeping with your family members, um, not fornicating uh, without marriage, not marrying your sons to other people. That's that's you working your um, faith. That's it. That's what people need to understand. Since people got to hold your hand and 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 define every little thing for you, people in the back. I I don't I don't get it, but I do understand. The Most High don't pick everybody. Number one, and the Most High don't pick everybody immediately. 
the people that he's going to pick, they come. Um, I'm just going to say sporadically without, um, for lack of better uh, term or knowledge of how the most high is doing things. Because me 20 years ago is not me today. Okay. I didn't have this 20 years ago. Okay. So I can't dictate who got what and when. I just understand that the most high picks people in they in his time. Okay. Um, he does things little by little because he says. He does things in his time because he says. And this is how I know because he said it. He also says, I do what I want to do. That's what he told Joel, basically, in a nutshell. I'm going to choose who I want to, basically, in a nutshell. So we understand from what the Most High says to various people and read various books, how things work. So the Most High going to pick who he chooses. Yeshua said, can't nobody take him away. And it is what it is. But understand and know. And he continues to reiterate it through all the saints, whether it be apostles, whether it be prophets, whether it be the children of Israel, the 12, whether it be anybody he chose, because he said he's going to pour out his spirit and people are going to be doing things for his um, edification and to prove that he is who he is. So when they start pointing stuff out, he's already giving you a hint and a half. There's nobody on the face of this earth that's going to say, I didn't know. And I know a lot of people like to stay complacent and say they didn't know because it's an excuse so that they don't have to work, do the work. But the most high is not going to take that as an answer because that's not an answer. It sounds ridiculous. Okay. You can't be knowledgeable in all the rest of the ways and not know common sense, not know which way to go when it's uh, righteous. You can't do that. I mean, you're only fooling yourself. So that's what Uncle Ash is basically saying. Get on out of the middle and get left or get right or get left. Okay? Stand on the left, which is wickedness. Stand on the right, which is righteousness, or just get left because you're standing in the middle. Chapter 7. Become not, my children, as Sodom. And I already told you what was going on in Sodom, and I need people to understand that I did a lesson on um, spiritual Sodom and Gomorrah, spiritual Mizraim, which is bondage, and spiritual Babylon, which is confusion. I didn't already did that. Go there, and you'll understand that back then, the physical places is spiritual places today because there's still that same spirit that uh, was roaming around in those areas is now in areas of today. So understand that. So Uncle Asher is saying, don't become like Sodom, which sinned against the angels of the Most High. And you already know they did because they want to have sex with the angels, honey. Oh, no. Bring the men out here so we can lay them down. Okay. And Sodom perished for that. Oh, no. You're not going to play with the Most High. That's what you're not going to do. And that's sinful. There's no other way around it. I don't care how many people try to doctor it up and make an excuse for it. No, the most I don't play them kind of games. For I know that you shall sin and be delivered. This is what Uncle Ash is saying to his kids. In the hands of your enemies. And your land shall be made desolate. And your holy places will be destroyed. And you shall be scattered. 
unto the four corners of the earth and you shall be set as nothing in the dispersion vanishing away as water until the most high shall visit the earth coming himself as a man with men eating and drinking and breaking the head of the dragon in the water. He shall save Yasharel and all the Gentiles. The most high speaking in the person of a man. Therefore, do ye also, my children, tell these things to your children. Now, I want you to say, I want you to understand this. Now, some people will hear what I just said and they'll say, well, he's going to be saving um, the people that's not of um, the children of Israel. No, you got to understand what he's saying. He's saying Gentiles. I already told you. There's children of Israel on earth, there's Gentiles, and there's heathens. Now, Gentiles are wild cards. Depending on how Gentiles live their life, in connection with the children of Israel, that determines where they're going to go. Okay? If they don't listen, because they have to listen too, and they have to be in the, uh, the will of the Most High too, and they have to respect the children, because the Most High said those people who abuse my children in every kind of way, they won't be going to the next life. So understand. So you could think you were Gentile. I already told you there's a difference. You could think you were Gentile and the things that you did to the children of Israel is not going to fly with the most high because it's a law, baby. That's what you need to understand. Don't just hear what I'm saying and let it go in one ear and come out the other. You need to understand what's being said. I'm going to keep going. Read that last part again. Therefore, do ye also, my children, tell these things to your children that they may disobey him not. So you better start listening. Don't disobey. For I have known that you shall assuredly be disobedient and assuredly act unrighteously, not giving heed to the law of the Most High. Say what? That means not listening to it, not adhering to it but to the commandments of men. Uh-huh. And that's what you do. Children of Israel in the line of um, Asher and all the rest of the lines. So you're going to be listening to the commandments of men and you're going to be corrupted through the wickedness of men. And therefore you shall be scattered as Gad and Dan, my brethren. And ye shall know not your lands. You ain't going to know your lands, your tribes, or your tongues. So that means you ain't going to know where you came from. You ain't going to know what line the children are to be with them. And you ain't going to know your own language. That's what it says. But the Most High will gather you together in faith through his tender mercy. Who's the Most High? Did he gather you yet? No, you're not gathered yet. That's why you ain't in your own land. Children of Israel, blood covenant, DNA, children of Israel. But the Most High will gather you together in faith through his tender mercy. And for the sake of Abraham, Yishak, and Yaakov, that's why, because he had a contract with them and nobody else. Okay? 
chapter 8. And when he had said these things unto them, he commanded them, saying, Bury me in Hebron with my family. And he fell asleep and died at a good old age. And his sons did as he had commanded them. And they carried him up to Hebron and buried him with his fathers. Now, that's that. All right. I'm going to say this about the takeaway. Uncle Asher has some very important takeaways. Okay. He spoke some higher things. He spoke some mysteries. And this is what I'm going to say in regards to the takeaway of Uncle Asher. Don't be in the middle. And this is not in any particular order, but don't be in the middle. Don't be hot or cold. I'm sorry, be hot or cold, okay? Don't be cold for the most high. Be hot and be zealous for him, okay? Want him because what you do to the most high, he gonna do back to you, Yeshua said. What you do to me, I'm gonna do back to you. If you um, if you ashamed of me, I'm gonna be ashamed of you, okay? You be zealous for me, I'm gonna be zealous for you. I'm gonna be rooting for you capping for you i'm gonna do all of that for you if you're doing it for me okay because it's not easy to do it for me but if you willing go on and do it and at the end of everything you will be getting the prize honey and that's uh life so like i said don't be in the middle don't half step okay stay in the will of the most high don't be a beast okay don't have instincts like a beast because the fruits of the spirit help your inner man become righteous the fruits of the spirit okay beasts have instincts you have to have that conscious thought human beings have conscious thought and they're able to use their conscious thoughts to navigate life and um, deal with various situations instead of using instincts like beasts if you made in the most high's image you don't use instincts because the most high don't use instincts that's number one Number two, the law builds character. It's moral and ethical. So keep the law and work your faith using the law. Okay? That's how you got to do it. There's no such thing as, oh, we don't have to use the law. We have to use faith. Faith without works is dead. What are you working? You're working your faith using the law. Okay? That's what people need to understand. Now, um, hold on. Yeshua said he came to fulfill and not nullify. Okay? And some of the law we don't have to use anymore, but we do. We do use them, but people don't focus on them. Like I said, weights and measures and stuff like that is used. I already told you, many heathens came and they took these laws and they're using them today. How do you pump gas? How do you measure gas? By weights and measures. Is that not a law? If you break the law and you go get gas and they cheated you, like if it's $2 a gallon and they um, they uh, revised the pump so that only a dollar a gallon came out, but the numbers keep saying $2 a gallon, is that not against the law? That's weights and measures. Y'all need to understand what I'm saying. The heathens took the laws and they governing these lands by the laws. 
you saying you don't have to use them, but you use them every day and you're serving wickedness. Y'all going to stop messing with me, honey. You're not going to mess with me. And you're certainly not going to mess with the most high. Okay? You need to come up higher. See, you down low. The most high going to meet you where you are only at a certain time and then enough is enough. Just like he said, he going to wink at certain things. But then after a certain time, enough is enough, honey. Enough is enough. When you going to stay, I mean, arise. How long are you going to stay groveling on the ground? How long are you going to stay a baby eating baby food? You want to eat the baby food and you don't want to graduate and get older. How long does the most high got to put up with it? Okay. Number three, understand higher knowledge. Me, just like I said, how long are you going to stay a baby? In the word, how long? It's up to you to grow spiritually. It's up to you. And the most high ain't going to keep messing with you. He's not going to keep messing with you. Like I said, he's going to wink at your ignorance. But after a certain time, you're supposed to do X, Y, and Z. And at that time, if you haven't done it, then you have not been called or you just refuse to come. Okay. Remember the, um, the, uh, the wedding. Some people refused to come. They just kept making up excuses. The most I said enough is enough. Bye. Cause I don't need you. You need me. We need the most high. He don't need us at all. In any way. He don't need us in any way. Not at all. He could just wipe this whole surface clean and start over. As a matter of fact, that's what he was going to do before. And Moses was like, please don't do it. Understand that. The most high don't need you. Okay? You're not doing the most high a favor, baby. He's giving you a hint and a half to get where you got to go. Before he just writes you off completely. Now, just like Uncle Asher said. You keep following wickedness. Guess what's going to uh, meet you when you take your last breath? Understand that and know everybody got to die. Just like the most I say, everybody keeps sinning knowing they got to die. Book of Ezra. You're not going to play with the most high. And there's many people playing games with him. Y'all going to keep playing, honey, to your own detriment. And the fourth thing I want to say in regards to the takeaway is adhere to the laws or get scattered. That's what Uncle Asher says. You're not going to listen. You're not going to take heed to what the Most High said. And guess what he's going to do? He's going to let them heathens tear you up. And that's exactly what they did. That's why we all scattered today. We don't know our rooter to our tutor. We don't know it. You don't know nothing. You ain't in your own land. You don't know where it is. You don't know how to speak your own language. You don't get along with your brethren. You don't even know who your brethren is. Did Asher uh, speak the truth? Yes, he did. He spoke the truth and he shamed the devil. Asher ain't never lied, honey. Never lied in nothing he said. And he spoke a very um, higher knowledge. That's what he did. You can't walk in half step. You can't be eight toes in wickedness and two in righteousness and talk about, oh, I'm righteous. No, yeah, uh-huh. I'm so heavenly and godly. Yes, I am. No. No, no, no. Okay? Because the Most High sees all the shenanigans and he's not playing with you. Why do you think we're suffering now? Enough is enough. With that, I'm going to say that Uncle Asher didn't put it down, honey. He put it down and he's not playing. He just came right out on his children. No, woo, woo, woo. We're not going to stroke your ego. We're not going to tickle your ears. I'm giving it to you straight. No chaser. Do what you need to do. You have been warned. That's pretty much what Uncle Asher said.
with that, I'm going to say, we have two more brothers that we got to deal with. Okay. And I hope that everybody in this series is telling you something that's very important that you have to take and use in your toolbox and remember, keep it on your heart. Because all these warnings, these 12 warnings is not for nothing. Children of Israel, it's time to get it right. Turn from your wicked ways, change your mind about what's going on in this earth. Every day, it gets worse and worse. Every day at your expense. With that, I say, I hope that you enjoy the rest of your week. And I hope to see you on the Sabbath. And until next time. Hi, trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. to hear the word of truth from the Most High. But you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks. Hey, don't make me your guilty pleasure. Hit that follow button and make that commitment. You will not be disappointed. And it's free. It doesn't cost nothing to hit that follow. Thanks.